Hello, and good morning to you. I'm Bruce. And I'm Mike. And we're with Tech Connect. And Tech Connect is very important to you, and you may not realize that now, but after you're listening to a series of our podcasts about the kinds of technologies that are available to you every day, whether it be for entertainment, education, employment, or just information and research. All these things will come together in our conversations with you so that you appreciate how much more these devices can add to your life. And we're baby boomers, just like you. Basically, this is baby boomers talking to baby boomers about the new technology. So sit back, relax, and listen. Hey, and I'm Michael. And again, like I said, we're going to, uh, we're sorry for the time we spent uh, not having uh, episodes, but we're back and we'll be uh, doing them more often now so that you can learn about all the new devices that are available to you. And the last podcast, we talked to you about some of the new Alexa devices, the Echo devices that were available. And uh, we're going to continue with that today. And the first thing we want to talk about is Alexa came out with a whole slew of new devices. They have a robot that walks around your house and has a camera on it, uh, which I don't think would be of interest to most of us at this time. But they also have a new Echo Show device, which is 15 inches. It would be good for putting on the on the wall or... You could hang it on the wall or put it up on the refrigerator, and it acts as a, a board that can be used for the family. With this particular device, though, what's unusual about it is it uses face recognition to determine which member of the household is looking at it, and it will automatically bring up information. Uh, if you left a message for uh, your daughter or your son, it would bring up the message that was left for them based on facial recognition. So that is unusual. I mean, that's new with this new 15-inch Echo device or Echo Show device. And it looks basically like a bulletin board and you would hang it somewhere. And, and like I said, the whole family could use it to find out the schedule for one of the kids' baseball games or something like that. So it would be an information board for the household. Another device that they've come out with now is the... Erase that. Is, uh, they've come out with the new Blink doorbell camera. Blink is owned by Amazon. It's a company that's owned by Amazon, and they have cameras. I use Blink cameras in my in my house and outdoors and indoors. But the Blink cameras, the right reason I'm mentioning them is because they connect to Alexa very easily. When you set up the Blink camera, any of their cameras, they automatically get set up to Alexa and they're automatically available for you to look at your show and look at the camera. So they're very easy to set up. They use a small module that you can put someplace in the house that's connected to your Wi-Fi. But the Blink cameras are very easy to set up, and they're a little less expensive uh, 
than the Ring cameras or some of the other cameras on the market. But they're very compatible with Alexa because they're owned by Amazon. Their new doorbell is just like the Ring doorbell. But again, it costs about $50 and it connects to Alexa immediately after setup. You don't have to do anything extra to make it part of your Alexa home uh, video cameras, etc. Okay, yeah. well, uh, to pick up where Bruce left off when he talked about the 15-inch Alexa um, show, they really come in a multitude of sizes. 5 inches, 8 inches, 10 inches, and of course the 15-inch. And each one has its own particular purpose and use in your household. So one, of course, is always going to be affordability. So regardless of your circumstances, there's an Echo that fits your budget. And the good thing about the Echo products, regardless of the size, they all do the same thing, especially those devices that have a screen. Uh, as Bruce said, as we talk about Echo devices, they're really very versatile about the kinds of things that you can do with them. Uh, you can listen to news stations. Uh, you can go to YouTube and watch videos. Um, whatever you think you can do with a tablet or a computer, you simply can also use the same features as though you had a computing device, of which an Echo Show really is. So, we want you to start to think about all the kinds of things that you can think that you might need, especially when you talk about reminders and timers. If you're cooking, you need a timer for something that may be on the stove, uh, something that's in the oven, it's got a timer feature. Reminders, doctor's appointments, uh, any social events you may have scheduled in the future that you may forget about. So the key thing is understanding that Alexa really has a place in your home, uh, especially when you talk about just notifications, communication, and information. They also still continue to have a series of what we call the Echo Dot. Now, those devices don't have a screen, but they're really handy for small environments. And here again, you can play music, listen to news, get information. It just doesn't have a screen. And they're very cheap compared to the ones, the Echoes, that have a screen. Moving along in terms of other devices that are available through uh, Amazon, the Echo series, they have what's called a wall clock. And a wall clock is nice because when you think about what a wall clock normally does, it basically just simply tells you the time. But with the Alexa wall clock, it's much more versatile. Here again is a source of information, communications, and notifications. So it's a wonderful addition to have a wall clock in your, for example, your bathroom. You might want to mute the microphone just in case. <laughs> uh, you can use it in a garage, in the kitchen. And here again, it takes up very little space. As a matter of fact, it's on the wall. But it'll provide the same services and information as the other devices that either have a screen or doesn't have a screen. Also with the wall clock, Mike, you can also set a timer. Say if you have something in the oven, right? you set a timer on your Alexa device and it shows up on the wall clock as lights around the, oh, the outside the of the clock. Right. And it'll, that wall clock, you'll see the lights come turn off mm -hmm. as your time is running down. So that's a good, uh, it's a visual timer right so that you'll know that it's time to turn the oven off or something like that uh the uh other thing the, but i think the main thing mike that the 
what Amazon did with these new devices that just came out. I guess they just came out the beginning of November mm-hmm. this month. Uh, they announced them sometime in October. But one of the best items that I think that they came up with is the new Omni TVs. Oh, I forgot about this. Right. Amazon has their own series of TVs that are basically Amazon Echo Shows. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> With steroids. Right, right. So you can get, uh, I think they start at 55 inches and you can go all the way up to 75 inch. A 75 inch smart TV with everything embedded, like all your apps, etc. But it's also an, a show device. You have to buy a separate camera, but if you buy the separate camera and plug it into the TV, you can use your TV as a FaceTime type okay. phone service. So you can see the whole family. So you can sit on the couch with the whole family looking at a 75-inch screen, or if you get the one that large, mm-hmm. and uh, have a FaceTime phone call. Uh, it does everything else an Echo Show would do. It controls all the devices in your home, etc. And uh, but that main thing, that thing with the phone call, that to me is is what that device is for. Yeah, and to caution people about buying this kind of television, you shouldn't have any concerns. Um, I'm not sure which large brand manufacturer that's made this particular TV device. But they built them based upon Amazon specifications. So all the kinds of ports and features of a normal, typical smart TV has is embedded in these new Amazon televisions, plus more capability because of Alexa. So feel comfortable. They have the same kind of warranties, same type of capabilities. You know, they got, you know, the 4K, HDR, high dynamic range, nice screen resolution, all the HDMI ports you need to connect up with devices. It's got the same stuff. But here again, these televisions are made by a large television manufacturer based upon Amazon specifications. The, uh, I guess the, basically, we could talk about the, the robot that they came out with. It does roll around. and <laughs> <laughs> That's about all it does, right. <laughs> and it, it has a, a camera that will, a telescope. So the camera will raise up to around four feet yeah. to look around your house uh, if you need something like that with your pet. That uh, robot right now, is, I think, is $950 or somewhere in that range. The, the TVs that we were talking about, the Omni Series, that's their Amazon Omni Series TVs, I think a, f- a 55 inch goes for like 800 They're in the same price range mm-hmm. as the other regular uh, TVs. Uh, the seventy-five inch is, I think, eleven hundred dollars or somewhere in that nature, uh, that range. But I, I think that that's the main thing that they did with these new devices that they just uh, announced and just I think started shipping in November this month. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would want to just say to the audience, I will pull back on buying that robot. <laughs> I mean. It's, 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 it's basically the robot is a proof of concept. They know that the camera works. It can roll around. The, ex, the camera can extend upward to be eye level, whatever you want to do. But it still needs some work. It's a work in progress. So this is one of the few times you don't want to be what, what we call a leading person that buys technology 
Don't go out and buy that device for 900 bucks <laughs> at this point. It's not worth the money. Yeah, I, Give it time. It will have some right. value in a household. So save your money. Get a big screen TV. Buy a couple of shows. Get a wall clock. <laughs> but, yeah, and, and the robot, it, I could see, is you might be useful in a larger house uh, where you have pets, things of yeah. that nature. But, you know... I. I just right now I just don't see much use for yeah. it and I I I roll with the devices as they come out. I like the devices, but that one I just couldn't justify in my mind. And so. especially if you live in a two-story or three-story home. Right. It doesn't go up the steps. It doesn't go up the steps. No it doesn't. And I guess it could be a security device if, you know. But you can have stationary cameras. I mean, Amazon also has a uh a flying robot is, is actually flies around in your house if you wanted to get That's something like that. It's okay. a drone, okay. right. And uh, But again, same thing. If you have a large, spacious house that you want to have a drone running around inside, <laughs> you could use that. But most of us aren't in that, aren't there. I'm not buying that either, Bruce. <laughs> no, me. I, again, I'm not have a drone I didn't, I didn't think about that device. Flying around inside either. my house. <laughs> Especially in a bedroom. Right, right. <laughs> no, you don't want the drone. And the bathroom. <laughs> the other thing that uh, we wanted to talk about some today is uh, you wanted to say something about the Android phone upgrade? or Oh, yeah. Uh, what's happening is that there are a lot of operating systems upgrades across the board for all these mobile devices, both phone and tablets, and also computers as well, too. Uh, there's been a series of uh, malware activity, and what the main thing is, by upgrading the operating system, you're going to prevent any intrusion to your device. So one of the things that we highly recommend of all your devices, you want to be able to go into your settings and look for an operating system update. You need to do that immediately if you haven't done that in a while. And the reason being because you try and protect your device against any intrusion, that can compromise your personal information, your contacts, uh, your bank accounts, all those things. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, cyberware, cybersecurity, things like that later on. But the most important thing is, please, 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 if you have not taken the time to update your operating systems for all your devices, you should do so as soon as possible. That's the one thing that you can do to protect yourself against these intrusions. And and it's not too difficult. I mean, most of the time you'll get a message on your phone uh, that there is an upgrade. If you set it on automatic upgrades, it'll automatically uh, start an upgrade when you're not using the phone when it's in a Wi-Fi on a Wi-Fi connection. Otherwise, you'd have to actually tell it to do the upgrade. But yeah, it's it's important uh, to do the upgrades because, like Mike said, it's uh, a lot of times they have different security issues that they figured out a way to stop people from hacking the phone or or the sending tablet, out the malware yeah. in your tablet and the phones. And you want to do the upgrades because you want to be protected. So always remember to do that. Another reason why you want to update your operating system is that every day there are new apps that are coming out. And sometimes the new apps require an updated version of the operating system. So while some of your friends are saying, have you tried to use a new app, you can't download because you have the wrong operating system. So that's another reason for making, making sure that you do these operating system updates. Right. And when, uh, again, 
we're kind of jumping around today, but these are things that are important to do uh, just to protect yourself and to make your living with your devices that's, somewhat easier. That's painful. Less uh, frustrating. And one of the things that will help you a great deal is if you find a, a place to keep your passwords and screen names for all of your apps and devices. Uh, I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to want to do something with an app or a device on your phone or your tablet, and you cannot find the address and the password that you use to set the account up. So there are, a for both Apple and Android, there are what they call vaults that you can put your passwords and your screen names in uh, to keep them on your phone, or you can just keep a piece of paper. <laughs> well, that's where I'm going with this. We can use a low-tech solution to keep track of your, what we call two-factor authentication. Right. Uh, basically, it could be your cell phone number, it could be an email address, yes. or a username. One of those three, in addition to having a password. Please, we encourage you, we implore you, keep track of this stuff. Now, I think this information is just as important as money. And everybody's got a little money stashed away somewhere in the house, whether it be 50 bucks, 100, or whatever. Wherever you stash your money, you should stash this list of all of your passwords for your different accounts. Right. It really makes our job easier to support you when we're able to do these things at your home or your office, wherever, and you don't spend an hour or two digging in trash cans, boxes, closets, you name it, we've seen it all. Uh, we're sitting there for an hour, and let me tell you, you're being charged for a sitting time like a taxi. <laughs> okay, We don't come there for a fee and sit there for eight hours waiting for you to find your passwords. You're going to be charged for it. So please keep those readily available and hide it with your money. Right. And, and again, it's always good to keep them. You might, if you use a password, you don't have to use different passwords for every app or every device. But what you want to do, you can use a common password. However, you want to update that password or change that password on a regular basis. Make the password somewhat complicated. Use uh, uppercase, lowercase, uh, different uh, characters. characters and numbers. Uh, and like I said, you can use a common password, but what I would do is make sure I change that password every six months to a year or mm -hmm. so. Uh, now, a lot of devices now or a lot of apps are having what they call what two factor, factor verifications. They go up to three. Oh, okay. Where yeah. they'll send a, a message to your cell phone. cell phone. They'll send you a text with a number, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. That, again, is to make it more secure. So, again, you have to have this information available to you or you're going you're gonna to get frustrated trying, trying to make changes or upgrade in your accounts, etc. Not as frustrated as we are <laughs> waiting for you to find it. If we come to do any service for you. Okay. The uh, last thing I think Mike can talk about this more than I can because I don't uh, do too much with the 
content entertainment type of apps, but we wanted to mention some that would be that you could find that are free. That's and the most important thing. Would give you content on your devices. Uh, and the key thing is here again, the word is free, but whether it's your cell phone or tablet or computer, there are a multitude of apps and software applications that you can download to your device and really enjoy these things. I mean, uh, some of the names for the apps for movies are Tubi, T-U-B-I, Crackle, C-R-A-C-K-E-L, Zumo, X-U-M-O, Redbox, R-E-D-B-O-X, Pureflex, P-U-R-E-F-L-I-X, Popcornflix, P-O-P-C-O-R-N-F-L-I-X, Distro TV, that's D-I-S-T-R-O in capital TV, Filmrise, F-I-L-M-R-I-S-E, Freely TV, F-R-E-E-L-I, capital TV, I-M-D-B, I-M-D-B, and of course, the best one of all is YouTube. Um, unfortunately, people tend to think of YouTube as basically talking bears and dancing cats, but YouTube has one of the largest movie library on the planet. Uh, they're old movies, classic movies. Um, if you're into a particular genre of movies, they have them all for comedy, horror, what have you. And of course, you can always buy or rent their content, but a lot of it is free. You don't have to pay. Now, when you don't pay, you know what that means. If you don't pay with cash, you got to pay with an ad. <laughs> right. So you're going to pay one way or another because <laughs> it's never entirely free. But what we're saying is that you need to make sure that you want to download these apps because here again, they offer a wealth of entertainment that's free. Uh, you just here again, you got to start an account with the, either a cell phone number email address, or username. And a password. And a password <laughs> that you have to write down, remember, so you can make sure that you can put these apps on your phone and your tablet. So you can watch them at your leisure. And especially if you have a broadband Wi-Fi connection in your home, stuff is totally free. A lot of folks have opted to download these apps and have gotten rid of their cable TV. Now, cable TV offers some benefits that you're not going to get with these apps. But here again, though, a lot of folks are cutting the cord because when it's all said and done, you can always get a TV antenna and watch your local programming and get rid of cable TV. Now, for those of you who are where money is not an object, you can always pay for content such as Netflix, uh, Prime Video by Amazon, HBO Max, Disney Plus, Paramount, Paramount Plus, Plus yeah. uh, Samsung TV, and of course Hulu. And there are others out there as well, but here again, those require a monthly subscription that's going to hit your credit card on a regular basis. And they do have extraordinary content on these apps. No question about it. Wonderful movies. But here again, you got to pay for it. This is premium content. You got to pay. But for those of you on a limited budget and just looking for something to do with those devices, just go through those names of the free stuff I told you about. But uh, enjoy your devices. I mean, I'm telling you. It's, it's, it's extraordinary when you're bored on a Saturday afternoon and you just up, open up one of those apps and watch a classic movie that you've been meaning to see for years and years and years. It's sitting right there for free. And when you you mentioned YouTube as uh, something for entertainment, 
But YouTube is, if you want to learn how to do anything, just about, you can do I think a whole lot of people have realized that YouTube is the place to go oh. to get instruction on uh, a whole anything you could think of, uh. just about. Somebody has put a YouTube clip up showing you how to do it, how to fix it, mm-hmm. how, how, yeah. to, how to build it. Uh, it it's, it's amazing uh, the, the YouTube clips that you can find to give you instruction and training uh, on a, a variety of subjects. I can't even list the, the number of subjects you could find where you could learn something on YouTube. So that's the other thing you can do with YouTube. And for me, I've always been a very good cook, but YouTube has made me a better cook. They have some of the most extraordinary recipes out there. Not all the videos are great because some people don't do a good job of teaching you how to prepare a particular meal. But here again, it's free and you can watch the video over and over again until you get the recipe right. And I have never looked at YouTube for a recipe. <laughs> because we know you don't cook anything. No, I don't cook anything. So yeah, I won't be using YouTube for that. But I do use YouTube. <laughs> To figure out how to fix things or to uh, yeah. uh, do something around the house. But no, I never look for a, a recipe. Well, if you're ever so inclined to make a meatloaf, <laughs> there's a meatloaf there's recipe, a, a recipe on, on YouTube. YouTube. All right. <laughs> and on that, on that note, I think we will end this uh, session today. And we'll talk to you again the next time. Hey, it's been great. Looking forward to talking to you guys real soon. Thanks again. Okay, folks. Another piece of information that we failed to tell you earlier is our contact information. You can reach Tech Connect. That's T-E-C-H-C-O-N-E-C-T, Tech Connect. And you can reach us by phone at 484-918-0158. Once again, that's 484-918-0158. 0158 or by email and the email address is techconnect720 at gmail.com that's t-e-c-h-c-o-n-e-c-t 720 at gmail.com so we invite you to get in contact with us and uh, so we can assist you with what your needs are and thank you